Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Just a young gun with the quick fuse. I was uptight, wanna let loose. I was dreaming of bigger things and wanna leave my old life behind. Not a yes, sir, not a follow-up. Fit the box, fit the mold, have a seat in the foyer. Take a number. I was lightning before the thunder. Brennan Lark with you on Oilers Now. You can uh, contact us on the program today through text, our email, our phone call. And we are trying to, uh, a little scatter to start the show here. We're trying to hook up with Braden Shen, who's uh, calling us from uh, Denmark. So we're hoping to hook up with him in a couple minutes to open up the show. I should mention, though, today on Oilers Now, it's as always, it's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex. And 6.30 Chet have combined, and we use their copiers and printers, and the service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at Big Savings, digitexsupplies.ca. We will have Braden Shen very shortly on the program to talk about Canada's 3-0 win earlier today at the Worlds. Of course, Shen is playing on the line with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Very interesting look there with three centers and three left shot centers, I might add, on the same line. Makes you wonder, would Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Leon Dreisaitl work as a line for the Oilers? I'm sure it would, but uh, maybe in a pinch if you're down late in a game or need a big goal at a certain point uh, of the game that those three could play on the same line together. We'll talk to uh, Shen about that uh, shortly. Also on the program today, Gary Galley former NHL defenseman and uh, TV analyst for Sportsnet and Hockey Night in Canada. He will be working the game tonight with Paul Romanuk on uh, Sportsnet. Game three between the Capitals and the Lightning. Also at 105, Steve Coolius, Sirius XM NHL Network Radio will join us. Very fun guy, very energetic. Would love watching him back uh, at the score back in the day, and then, of course, he was on uh, TSN Hockey Tonight. He now is with Sirius XM Radio. And at 135, Stuart Skinner will join us. Swift Current Broncos goaltender off to uh, the Memorial Cup after winning the WHL title. 
And, of course, he signed his three-year entry-level contract with the Oilers yesterday, so that's at 135. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline at 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Creek Resort and Casino. They have Nazareth on August 10th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Email us, OilersNow, at 630Ched.com. You can text us at 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at WestlockFord.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at OilersNow, at Bob underscore Stoffer at Brendan Ulrich. Devin is behind the glass today. What's your uh, Twitter handle again? Dude, it's underscore Devin. <laughs> Dude, it's underscore Devin. Love that. Uh, we had uh, Mark Spector on the program yesterday, but usually it's a Stoffer Inspector every Tuesday on Oilers Now, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, HRA Live Racing at Northlands this Saturday. So, I guess the uh, show is in flux right now because we are waiting for uh, Braden Shen. Devin said that, uh, was that JJ that called you? Yes, it was. He said Stuart or uh, Braden Shen would be calling us back, so just waiting on that. Perfect. Well, it would be great to catch up with him as uh, Canada gets set now for the quarterfinals of the Worlds after a 3 nothing win over Germany today. We will talk about last night, the Jets and the Golden Knights. That series now tied at 1. And we will also talk about Game 3 between the Capitals and the Lightning. And I also want to talk about the Oilers' goaltending depth chart now with uh, Stuart Skinner signed. And he'll likely, of course, uh, turn pro next season and play at either uh, the AHL or the ECHL level. But without further ado, we bring aboard center for the St. Louis Blues, Braden Shen, who is uh, with Team Canada at the Worlds right now. Braden, welcome to Oilers Now. Hey, guys. How's it going? Not bad at all. Thanks for uh, doing this. Um, I know there are some Oilers on the team, and uh, you are flying with uh, two of them today on the line, so we'll talk a bit about that in, in a second, Braden. But first of all, the win today over Germany, a 3 nothing win, a game that you guys uh, controlled right uh, from the start of the game. You scored 20 seconds in. A little bit different than uh, the game against Latvia yesterday. You guys prevailed, but uh, you guys really controlled the game today. Yeah, we're... Uh we're just, you know, we're playing stingy D out there. Um, you know, we're not exactly, teams are good now. You know, we're not going to blow out every team. And, uh, you know, you got to work for your opportunities, work for your chances. And tonight we did that, didn't give up a whole lot. And, and when we did, we got to see Kemper. So, uh, solid team effort tonight. And uh, obviously, nice to get the win heading into the quarters. And uh, for yourself, you scored 20 seconds in, really set the tone. Uh, your second game playing with McDavid and uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, the line really seemed to be clicking uh, today. Yeah, I mean, both those guys are obviously so talented. Uh, McDavid on the big ice is obviously incredible with his speed and the way he's able to, you know, manipulate manipulate guys and beat them one on one. It's it's pretty crazy. So, and then uh, he was just so good at, you know, uh, getting open, uh, finding the open ice and, and making plays. So for me, I just really just trying to keep my game simple and you know go to the net and just trying to and uh, you know work with work with those guys. Well, it's interesting because. All three of you are natural centers, and you all shoot left. So there's no righties on that line. So it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, uh, Dave. Well, he's done a good job on the faceoff stuff like that. We kind of just uh, <laughs> sorry, someone's plugging me. I'm one of the guys. Um, yeah, no, Dave. Dave well, he's, he's done a good job, and obviously in the middle, he's good on good on the faceoff dot. Um, you know, uh, we kind of play a little bit of hybrid. All three of us, kind of who's ever down. In the in the zone first, just kind of takes the, the center ice position. Then, there's your zone with the big ice. You're able to swing swing away lots and, and gather your speed and stuff like that. So three of us, like I said, just trying to read off each other and, and 
uh, you know, create chemistry and try to make things happen with speed. Well, they say centers are the smartest players on the ice, so I guess uh, it makes sense that you guys would click together. But uh, back in St. Louis, you play with two natural wingers in uh, Schwartz and uh, Tarasenko, or you did a lot of a lot of last season. I want to ask you about you know playing with a pure sniper like Tarasenko, and then playing with uh, a guy like McDavid, who is usually a pass-first guy. You can shoot, of course, but uh, a little bit different, uh, you know, player there. But they're both superstar players. Yeah. Uh... Well, just playing with with Vladi Tarasenko there, he's uh, me and Schwartz are kind of the guys that kind of grind out in the corner and stuff like that. And he kind of sits in the F three pocket, kind of waiting for his, his chances and his shots. And um, you know, thirty three goals this year he had. It's, it's incredible how he can shoot a puck. His, his uh, you know wrist shot, snap shot's amazing. And then yeah, playing a guy with like McDavid, he uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's incredible how fast he is and how well he's. Uh, able to make uh, you know nothing into something. He's just he's so good one on one finding the open guy, and uh, you know through uh, two games so far, it's obviously a uh, you know experience where uh, you obviously you know never know if it's going to happen again or not. But it's been fun playing with him. Well, it sort of looked like you were the Tarasenko uh, player there when you uh, walked in on uh, the slot and sniped that uh, goal early in the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just like, like I said, with those guys, just try and get open. That uh, they're they're so gifted. They're, you know, they're they able they're able to find you really. And uh, for me, it was just a kind of them forechecking. I just kind of came down the slot and it was just a nice sauce pass, and I was able to get a uh, one time shot on it. And you mentioned uh, their speed. You can skate as well. Nugent Hopkins, uh, a pretty good skater himself. Uh, just the three of you on a line with speed uh, on the big ice. Just maybe talk a little bit more about uh, how different that is than playing in the NHL. On the smaller ice, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, me and New can obviously skate, but it's, it's tough to keep up the guy with David on that big ice. He's, he's honestly he's two, three strides, and he's full speed. So playing with him, you really got to get your feet moving. Um, you know, get up in the rush with him. Uh, he's able to, uh, like I said, uh, from two to three strides, he's full speed. So trying to make it, uh, things happen with him, and um, you know, on the big ice, he's, he's just not good out there. Well, a lot of Oilers on this squad, a lot of Blues as well. I know you guys were a little closer to the playoffs than the Oilers just missing out. But for yourself personally, Braden, it was a breakout year offensively. You had uh, 70 points in your first season with the Blues. Uh, what seemed to work so well for you uh, this uh, past year? Um, I think playing in the middle and then as well as opportunity. Uh, I went there and I got a great opportunity right from uh, the beginning, playing on with you know first line with guys like Schwartz and Tarasenko, uh, a little of penalty kill time which i never really got in philly and then you know obviously playing first line power play i did that in philly but like i said just playing a lot of minutes uh being counted on as a go-to guy um you know you're expected to perform every night and uh like i said uh the coaching staff with you know barube uh mike yo being the forward guys to give you every opportunity to succeed you just trying to make most of it a uh, friend of the show colton pareko a local guy what's it like uh playing with him he's a big guy he can shoot the puck but he, he is really a friendly giant it seems like he is a friendly guy. That is one thing about him. But uh, if he, you know, he's he's so good defensively. He's almost like a one man breakout. Sometimes he pokes puck off a guy's stick and he breaks it out himself and heads man to the forward. So he's he's pretty impressive to play with. And obviously, he's got that big shot. So um, you know, every time he slaps the puck, you think it's going in. So he's uh, you know, he's got that heavy shot. He's he's uh, a solid two two eight defense, and he's been fun to play with in St. Louis and obviously over here as well. Just uh, one more quick one here. Was Kyle Turris wearing Matt Barcel's skates today and using Ekblad's stick? Oh. Were you guys giving it to him all game? You almost feel bad for him for what he was playing with. He had Matt Barzell's skates on. He had, I think, Everly's stick. And then 
he literally it was like he went to the local sporting goods store and he just grabbed all the Bauer under gear or whatever he had and he just put pants on and yeah, it was ugly, but uh, he got the job done tonight. And uh, it's, it's uh, talking to guys around the room. Guy said he probably wouldn't be able to do that if it was them, but uh, Terry made it happen. That's unreal. So after the quarters now, uh, you'll play either uh, Sweden or uh, Russia. Any preference? Uh, what's the scouting report on those two teams? Uh, actually, I mean, don't really have any scouting report, really. I uh, haven't seen them, haven't seen any video, stuff like that, but... You know what you're getting when you play both teams. It's going to be a good hockey game, so it doesn't really matter who we play, and it's going to be a you know a tough quarterfinal matchup. Well, thanks for taking some time, Brayden, after the win. I know you guys are likely out celebrating tonight, so appreciate some time here. Yeah, no worries at all. Thanks, guys. That's uh, Braden Shen of the St. Louis Blues and Team Canada at the Worlds. He scored today for uh, for Canada. And uh, he'll look to keep it going on that line with uh, Nugent Hopkins and McDavid. Breakout season for Shen last year. At one point, that line looked unstoppable. Like, they came into Edmonton early in the year. The Blues were rolling, and that line of uh, Schwartz, Tarasenko, and Shen, that was unbelievable to watch. They were firing at all cylinders. And uh, I think they'll likely get back to the playoffs next year. Tough division they are in. They have some young, uh, talented prospects uh, coming up as well. Petrangelo and uh, Pareko on D. Edmondson as well. They look to be okay and in, in good shape moving forward. But uh, great to catch up there with uh, Braden Shen as Canada wins today 3 nothing. So, what else can we hit on? Let's uh, quickly get to about last night. We'll uh, get to NHL today after the break. But last night, the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, the Jets came out flying in that game, much like they did in Game 1. It looked like, okay, the Jets are going to uh, walk all over the Golden Knights, but they didn't score. Fleury held uh, the fort. They hit a goal post. And uh, if you don't capitalize on the Golden Knights, they will capitalize on you. And that's exactly what happened last night. The Golden Knights skate out to a 3-1 win and uh, tie the series at 1. The only complaint about Vegas is they don't upload their uh, radio calls on the FTP. So we can get access to all the teams and their radio calls. But Vegas, for whatever reason, does not upload theirs. So we had to... uh, Get Dennis Bayak here out of Winnipeg. And, uh, of course, he was excited when Kyle Connor made it 2-1, but Vegas uh, quickly uh, responded after that. 30 seconds in the power play. Here comes Myers. Straight up the ice. Myers drops for Ehlers. Ehlers down low for Kyle Connor. Schwartzman scores! this one through Marc-Andre Fleury and the Jets are on the board it's 2-1 watch there by Colin Miller and taken by Ronnie Smith Adam Lowry breaks up the pass though Lowry tried to cut back in and it's cleared away Trubet center couldn't block the pass here comes Ronnie Smith in for Marchesho scores an odd man rush and the Vegas Golden Knights come right back and restore their two goal lead Marsh is so making it look easy. Man, he is one skilled hockey player. Two goals for him last night. Eight shots. He was uh, on fire for uh, the Golden Knights as they even up that series 1-1. Heading back to uh, Vegas now for Game 3 on Wednesday. You can text us 630-630 for our friends at Westlock Ford. We'll get to some of your text messages here in a second. I also want to uh, sort of... uh, Dissect the Oilers' goaltending depth chart. Of course, at the NHL level, we know it will be Talbot and uh, Koskinen next season. Uh, Still some question marks, though, with Montoya. Do the Oilers uh, 
you know, trade him? Do they buy him out or they send him to the AHL? And of course, he still has a chance, I guess, in theory, to compete with Koskinen uh, for the backup role in camp. But uh, when you sign Koskinen to a $2.5 million contract, you're banking on him being the backup or a pushing Talbot. So they also have Nick Ellis in the mix, Shane Starrett, Stuart Skinner, who uh, they signed yesterday. And I would assume he turns pro. I don't think there's any benefit of going back to a Swift Current. It looks like Manny Vivrios will be leaving uh, after this season, and uh, he, of course, turned that team around in a quick order, and they may need to turn it around again once he leaves after uh, winning the WHL championship here, and, of course, Skinner uh, going likely pro. So I don't see any benefit of him going to junior next season. He'll likely either be in the AHL in a backup role to start or uh, starting in the ECHL. And uh, you have Dylan Wells as well, who could have uh, turned pro next season. He could go back to junior, and he could be in the mix uh, at the AHL for a backup role or uh, in the ECHL as well. I would assume the Oilers will qualify Nick Ellis, and he could become the backup or the starter rather in uh, Bakersfield next season, depending on what happens with Montoya. Montoya. So there are a lot of uh, options here. I, I, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes loose. And uh, of course, Brassois is a UFA, so. It's looking like the Oilers may part with him right now. But what would you do? Where would you uh, have Skinner next season? I'm assuming you want him to play. So is it beneficial that he's a backup in the AHL? Or does he start in the ECHL? And you want Dylan Wells to play as well if he is uh, turning pro. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, training camp shakes out and uh, the Oilers' goaltending depth chart looks next season. So we'll hit on that throughout the program. You can text us 630-630. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with some of those text messages, and we'll get to NHL today as well. When you want to fly your Oilers' colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place, ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Ched. 1226 in Edmonton. Brendan Ulrich with you. Devin here as well on Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer in Disneyland all week. Monday will be a best of show. So you'll hear next from Bob on Tuesday. And that will likely be Stoffer Inspector next Tuesday for HRA Live Racing at North Lions Park this Saturday. All right. We'll get to NHL today in a quick second here. Uh, we have Stuart Skinner coming up at 1.35. Uh, I taped the interview and I asked him earlier today just uh, what the last two days have been like for him. <laughs> yeah, it's, as I've been saying uh, to my uh, to my dad just the other day, it's been the best two days of my entire life. I mean, um uh, I, I can think of uh, can think of anything else that I could ask for right now. I mean, it's um, I'm absolutely just so blessed to be in the situation that I'm in right now. And obviously, I wouldn't have been able to do it without my family and without my friends, and obviously with all my teammates and my coaches that I've had. So um, I'm just super, super blessed to be a part of the Swift Current Broncos organization. And uh, being able to win a championship was, uh, you know, it's been it's the highlight of my career uh, by far. So. Um, you know, being able to say that uh, you know we won we won in the WHL and that we're going on our way to Memorial Cup, uh, you know, just gives me so much excitement and 
gives me butterflies in my stomach. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been an uh, incredible ride, and I'm so blessed to be where I am today. That's Stuart Skinner. Seems like a great kid, a guy you root for. Of course, he's from Edmonton. Outstanding playoffs, and uh, he looks like a keeper for the Oilers, drafted in the third round last year. Quick text message on the goaltending from Dale and Lethbridge. I would like to see the Oilers re-sign Brassois and have him and Skinner and Bakersfield. I'll admit, though, I don't know a lot about Ellis, buyout Montoya. Well, I would assume it would likely be either Montoya and Ellis as your starter in Bakersfield next season. Uh, If the Oilers, of course, qualify Ellis. I don't know. What do they do with Montoya? I don't think they can afford to re-sign Brassois with uh, Montoya here. So there are a lot of uh, options right now. I would like to see Skinner, though, in Bakersfield, maybe in a backup role and getting some starts as the season moves along. I think uh, the Condors will be a lot better team next season than this season, but we'll have to see what happens there. I would assume maybe Wells in the ECHL, Skinner in the AHL, or they do send Wells maybe back to uh, Junior, so we'll wait and see what happens there. Quickly to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear, the Washington Capitals back home for Game 3 as they look to uh, take a commanding 3-0 series lead over Tampa Bay. It doesn't sound like Backstrom will play tonight as uh, he remains out. Um, I would assume if the Caps were down 0-2, are uh, tied. Maybe he would play, but uh, they'll likely hold him out tonight. We'll see what happens uh, at warm-ups. Steven Stamkos, though, had some interesting comments on, uh, you know, the uh, Bolts forecheck because Kuznetsov said after Game 2 that he doesn't, or it doesn't look like uh, Tampa's forecheck is working at all. And here's uh, what Stamkos had to say today. You know, I, I, I don't really think it's, it's, you know, the forecheck in particular. It's just all over the ice. We just haven't been... Um you know, aware of, of where our, our F3 has been for the most part. I think we've... So lots to talk today about from the Bolts about where that uh, forward three is. We'll talk more about that with Gary Galley after the 12.30 news with Eileen Bell.